Welcome to Groovy Soup. Groovy. A showcase of music from artists and bands from across Ohio, and your chance to hear something new and local. Here's your host, Paul Holden. Welcome to another episode of Groovy Soup, a show all about the artists and bands of Ohio. I'm Paul Holden, your host and chef of this mashup of melodies. Tonight, we stay right in our own backyard with some Athens tunes, and we look back at a great artist from last week. Leading things off tonight, we have Evan Surkamp with a track off his 2020 album, ES. This one's called Glister City. was Glister City by Evan Surkamp. Evan has been diving into music for a couple of years now and just released an album this year, ES, and a music video for Glister City, which you just heard, and that album, ES, available on streaming services around the world. You can check out that music video for Glister City on YouTube as well. Let's learn more about Evan Surkamp right now. Today, we are excited. We got a new tune, Groovy Soup. We're talking new music, debut albums, all sorts of good stuff here with Evan Surkamp. Evan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Evan, I have every show start off by having our artists introduce themselves and telling us a little bit about what they do. So the floor is yours. All right. Well, uh, I'm Evan Surkamp. I've been playing music for about two years now, maybe a little more. And I started recording music at home just earlier this year, really got into it, and it's just kind of taken off from there. 
So two years into making music, you said, or, or playing music, when, when do you get to the yeah. point where you're comfortable to start recording music? Is there something in particular that stuck out to you? Was it just like, I feel confident in my abilities that I'm going to put it out there? Uh, I think really, I just thought that I was going to jump into it and just see what happens. You know, you got to take that chance doing it. Otherwise, you're always going to say you might do it. And then, you know, you never do. <laughs> it just sits around. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a a great point. It's a great mindset to 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 have there. I mean, it's obviously a, a little tough with music right now and getting out there, but doing home recording is always a a a great way to fill the time right now. But so Evan, tell me about putting together this album. Tell me about the new music. Tell me about the release. How does it feel? Give me the lowdown on uh, on the new release. Well, when I first started recording a lot of the songs that are on the album, I didn't originally think that they were going to be part of an album in, in the way that they are right now. I didn't think I was going to release it to major streaming platforms. I was just sort of doing it for myself. And I played it for, played some of the songs for a few people and they, they really seemed to enjoy what I was doing. So I just thought that I would kind of take the chance and put it out there, see if, you know, anyone else who, who wasn't, immediately related to me was interested in this mm -hmm. style of music. And I was reading in the email that you sent to me, you're inspired by date, this Dayton band guided by voices, lo-fi style is, is, was the lo-fi style something you were shooting to go for, or was it just kind of, that's what you had access to, or are you trying to explore that lo-fi sound a little bit more? Originally, it was just what I had access to once I started working with it a little bit and found other bands that were in the same vein of music that were doing lo-fi stuff like me. I kind of, it became sort of a choice. So yeah, now, now it's a choice. Originally, it was just, you know, that was what I had to work with at the time. Mm-hmm. What is what 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 appeals what is so appealing about the lo-fi sound? I love the a good lo-fi sound as well. I think I like lo-fi a little bit more electronically than I do in terms of like lo-fi um you know band performances. Not to say I don't like them, but that's just I think a little bit more my taste. What do you think it is about that lo-fi sound that appeals to to the audience? Well, I think it's definitely a taste that you know you kind of have to acquire over time of listening listening to music and for me why i like lo-fi so much is you can really put a lot more of yourself into the song that you're recording you know it's you have a lot more control over it it feels like you know the artist really shines you really get that emotion in there that they might be trying to convey it's interesting the i think the idea of lo-fi and the popularity of lo-fi uh, it, it, it interests me because I think for so long we grew up, or at least when I was growing up, watching productions, music, TV, movies, there was always the illusion of what truly went on behind the scenes of, of things. And there was, it had to be done so well. You know, everything was to be executed, you know, so well. It had to be the crisp, best, most perfect, you know, perfect flow, all that stuff. But now with the rise of internet, uh, you know, content creation and all that stuff, you get to see behind the scenes and you get to see a lot of people making a lot of cool stuff without 
you know, top of the line teams and equipment. So I think it's a interesting state that uh, lo-fi comes with, with all this stuff, because I, I just think it's cool because I think it inspires more people that they can get involved and do it when they can, when they hear a lo-fi sound where it's just like, Hey, you know, a lot of bands do start playing in the basement, recording on something the best they can and, and releasing it. And, and so I think that's, that's, that's really cool. What have you learned about yourself as a musician going through the other side of music, the editing side, putting together the music? You mentioned you were doing home recordings. What, what's it, what have you learned about yourself as a musician kind of doing the whole package of music? Well, I think one of the first things I learned is I thought I was a control freak when I first started doing music and now I realize that I'm not as much of a control freak as I thought I was. Uh, it's a lot easier to just, with the lo-fi stuff, it's easier to not obsess over it, which is one of the other reasons I like it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I agree with everything you said about that. I think that makes sense. I think that's definitely one of the reasons why people will lean towards it starting out. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, no, go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I think I also just found some confidence in that because when you're recording those first songs, you know, you really want to make an impression because that's the first thing that you ever tried to do. So it's really going to be how people view the rest of your music from there on out, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're talking to Evan Surkamp here. We're talking about lo-fi music, all that good stuff. You, uh, I mentioned as well when you reached out to me that uh, you're living in Athens, the Athens area. What does living in the Athens area mean for you, you as a musician? How, how has it served you as a musician? Well, I think the community in Athens is really tight-knit. So everyone is there to sort of help each other out. And I think that's great because artists and musicians you know they need to give back to each other they need to support each other in any way they can yeah uh, athens is a uh very very special place especially for music i mean as uh, as i learned through my time there and um as much and as i continue to to learn so what have after you released the uh your your album here and uh let's take a quick peek here i'm gonna open up the youtube link here because i want to make sure i can tell people where to go to check it out one of the things you'll notice if uh you check out es here uh glister city has a music video tell me about creating a music video tell me about that side of the music creation process it's a it's a whole new ball game creating a music video yeah, it, it really is. Um, well, I had some ideas for it, and some of the uh, original ideas got scrapped, and I kind of had to rework it in a lot of ways. You know, I, I think for me anyways, making a music video is a lot harder than putting together a song because suddenly you have a face attached to your, your song and people might start viewing it in a different way. Um, with that music video, I think... I just tried to have fun with it. I think that's one of the important things when you're doing any art in general is to just try to have fun. And I usually like to have a story with my music videos. So I try to incorporate a little bit of a story in there, but like all music videos, you could really interpret it any way you want, probably. More from Evan Surkamp next here on Groovy Soup. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. This is Groovy Soup 
on Power 105. Welcome back to Groovy Soup. We got another track off ES, the latest release from Evan Surkamp, ready for you all tonight. This one's called Maybe We'll Be Different Now.
That was Maybe We'll Be Different Now by Evan Surkamp. Let's dive back into the conversation with Evan right now. How important is the music video in 2020? It's another thing I feel like that's made a resurgence here in the past few years because I think they fell off for a while. But how, how important is the music video in the year 2020? Well, for me, I don't know if I can – I can't really speak for everyone else, but I think it's probably important right now for me at least because, you know, right now we can really only be connected to the fullest extent virtually. So having music videos to be a visual along for a song, I think helps because people like those visuals, especially with this pandemic going on, you know, you mm-hmm. can't go out and watch live shows anymore. So actually watching something with that song, I think helps. That's a great point. And I, and I, and then that's a good way to, to think of it too. And I just think music videos are a cool way, like you said, to tell a story, like to give more, you know, it, maybe especially if the song and the music video go hand in hand, not always the case where they kind of tell two stories at the same time, I feel like with some music videos, but yeah, you can use the music video to tell stories or just be able to, highlight your band's creativity in other ways too, and kind of help create the, the image and vibe for your band that people can expect to, to see from, from your music. But um, I, I always think that's very interesting to, to go through the process of, uh, of music video creation. Did you uh, tell me a little bit about the album art? Is that something you were involved in as well? Was that something you reached out to? And also you can find ES on all streaming services, but I got the YouTube playlist up right now. If you want to check that uh, YouTube music video for Glister City, and uh, it's Evan Surkamp on uh, YouTube as well. It's all you got to search. But uh, tell me a little bit about that album art. Well, I wasn't really sure what I was going to use for the album art. I kind of it was kind of a last, more of a last minute thing. The album art was actually done by my dad when he was in college. He went to uh, OU, and he that was just a sketch he did of his room. And he was showing me some of his old pictures on the computer of some of his art. And that one just really stood out to me. You know, I think it captures, you know, the raw feeling that the songs on the album also have. That's a cool connection to have, man. I like that a lot with uh, having it be from an old sketch of your dad's. That's super, super cool. I think that's a cool, like you said, I think I like when things have those stories attached to them. Even something like that I find uh, interesting to me. So let's talk about the two songs people are going to hear tonight. And uh, before we get into that, we've got a couple more questions. Just a reminder, we're talking to Evan Surkamp here. Just released the new, well, just released in quotations, March release. But I I like to think that it's, you know, still fresh and new for everyone. Uh, You can check ES out available now. But we're here in Glister City and uh, maybe we'll be different. I I don't think I got the full song in there cut off there, but. To why those two songs? Why did you choose those two songs for, for the audience to hear tonight? Well, I think the easiest answer to that question is probably that those are the two that I've gotten the most feedback on. People seem to like those the most. But besides that, <laughs> Glister City was one of the first songs that I wrote a little while back that I thought, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to record this and you know, I might release it. It was one of the first songs I actually thought about releasing. So that's kind of special for me. And Maybe We'll Be Different Now was one of the first songs that I wrote that I was really proud of. I wrote that 
back at the beginning of 2019, I think. So that is a special song for me as well. Nice. Heck yeah. I'm glad we get to highlight uh, the, the ones that you're proud of and uh, you should be proud of the whole album. Putting together an album, no easy task. Evan, a couple more questions here to, to, to wind down the show. I know I just mentioned some stuff, but where is the best place for people to go to stay up to date with all things your music? Where should they go to, to see if there's anything coming up? Is there anything coming up that you'd like to tease? Um, well, probably my Instagram would be the best place. You know, I don't have a website at the moment, so nothing fancy. A lot of the stuff that I'm working on, I just post my Instagram. I have a few projects coming up that I'm working on. Probably my next Evan Surkamp album will be out sometime early next year. Uh, I have another project, which is called The Laughing Chimes, that I'm working to get some songs recorded for. Not really sure when that's going to come out, but sometime soon. lots going on lots going on very exciting stuff evan and now my final question for you here the name of the show is groovy soup i ask you now what is your favorite type of soup my favorite type of soup um that's a good question uh it's now fall like soup season is is uh basically here even though it was like 80 degrees yesterday where i was um i don't know if you count chicken and noodles as a soup that might oh, yeah, be it. Yeah, chicken noodle soup. I mean, that's the that's the classic. That's the best soup, arguably. It's chicken noodle soup. But Evan Surkamp, thank you so much for your time. Be sure to check out ES on streaming services, and don't forget to check out the Glister City music video on YouTube. Evan, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you again for having me. I had a lot of fun. That's going to do it for this episode of Groovy Soup. Big time thanks to Evan Surkamp for joining the show tonight. Be sure to follow along with the bands and artists on their social media pages. And if you or your band is interested in the show, email me at pholden at wxdq.com. That's P-H-O-L-D-E-N at wxdq.com. Check out every episode of Groovy Soup streaming on your favorite streaming platform. You can also stay up to date with things, all things WXDQ at WXDQ.com. And if you love great Ohio music, you can check out the Groovy Soup Sampler, which airs every weekday, Tuesday through Friday, I should specify, because, you know, today's Monday and it didn't air, uh, for more great Ohio tunes. Until next time, I'm Paul Holden, signing off.